0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Behind the Studs. Hey, Jim. Hey, bud. How are you? A lot better than you. <laughs> a lot of people are a lot better than me. <laughs> yeah, you've had yeah. a rough week, kid. Yeah. Oh, boy. I look like I made a joke about uh,
1: Jane Doe. Looks like you fell <laughs> off your BMX.
0: <laughs> yeah, I fell off my BMX. Yeah. yeah. G.I. Jane, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what I, that's who I look like right now. Jeez. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, big old bandage on my face. Ignore it. It's fine. No, it's all good. It's all right. Yeah. And then my wrist. Uh, I hate that's all. <laughs> hate a whole to see story. the other guy. Absolutely so, not oh a, my God. hair out of place on that best. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what
1: have you been up to, my friend? Uh, well it, it, of course, you know, I built I, I bought an old house. Yes. <laughs> we all know you bought an old house. We can house, go yes. into it again next week, uh-huh. but today they were working on the roof on the back end of it. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. And um I actually should give a picture. You could post it. Because there's no, there's no, you know, there's no plywood on it. Oh, but the planks that they used on my house. Yeah, I mean, it's like they're like an inch and a half thick. It's and it's they it's trees. Wow, that's and, awesome. And they're like they're like 18 inches wide. Yeah, yeah, two foot on center on the post and beam. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. And then huh. and then I have another story that I'm going to share with you uh, next week.
0: Okay. Because it's it's
1: freaking creepy. It's really creepy. Um, (laughs) I found out some stuff on the house. Oh,
0: no. (laughs) And it
1: comes right out of a horror movie. Great. You know, the old houses Uh in the attic. uh
0: Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's mine. Okay.
1: It's got to do with the attic.
0: (laughs) Did they find Bigfoot up there?
1: They didn't find Bigfoot. All right. (laughs) I'm just glad it's not haunted because it has everything (laughs) to do with totally. Oh, my God. Yeah, I could see that happening. If really? People heard about that, Miles? Oh yeah. Oh no, Ken. Oh
0: right. yeah. All right. Well, I'll remind you about that next week. Oh, uh, you won't have to. Okay. Good. Well, right. enough about us. Yes. Yes. We have a guest today. I know. So we have to be on our good behavior. No, we don't. No. Okay. Oh, good. Uh uh-uh. uh So we're welcoming Brian Wick from One Hour Heating and Air. Hey, Adam, Brian. Hi, Brian. Adam, Hello. Out of Ohio. <laughs> I'll just Bedina, say Ohio. Ohio. Oh, <laughs> There you go. But are i was Ohio. struggling with it. i was struggling with it. I'm like, I should Everybody does. Say Ohio. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> does. Dina,
1: it sounds just like
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it does. <laughs> Done with that. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all know where you were going. Yeah, so. I yes. Couldn't think of something <laughs> thank else. You, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no. Nope. Hey Brian, welcome to the show, man. We really appreciate it. Thank you very much.
2: Thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to it.
0: Absolutely, yes. It's it's not your typical home improvement remodeling podcast, but as you can yeah, tell, as you can tell, that's yeah. good.
2: Well, I, I might have creeped up on your guys's site and uh, watched a few to kind of get your vibes. So. Oh jeez,
0: right. <laughs> we, vibe. we appreciate your dedication. Thank you, sir. That's right. I did my homework. Yeah, yeah. We appreciate that. Uh, so tell us a little about yourself. What do you do?
2: Um. So my name is Brian Wake, Medina, Ohio. I'm the general manager and owner of the uh, One Hour our local one hour in Medina and also a, a Benjamin Franklin plumbing down in Dayton, Ohio as well. Um, and also uh, I'm part of a, a partial, our shareholder in a, a QTL holdings company, which is a holding company that we do work with other companies consulting. And then we can oh. kind of can branch out into some other uh, home service industries. So it's, it's not just heating and cooling. Uh, we, we kind of, we, we branched out to some different areas as well, even though I know so we're like, talking heating and cooling today. Yeah, yeah. no, that's okay. awesome yeah
0: so so i I could hire you to fix my remodeling company
2: yes, excellent <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, good luck yeah yeah yeah, I, yeah. I've worked good with, luck. I've worked with a lot of different companies over the years, so i've I've been there, done that, got the t-shirt, so yeah, not yeah, much yeah, that can yeah, surprise yeah. me anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I keep saying the same thing, but damn it, if I'm not surprised right. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's
2: amazing yeah. how that works. I was actually just it, talking it, to my operations manager about that. He's like, man, you just get one thing settled and then all of a sudden something else. And I said, yeah, well, that's you enjoy those little times in between those like five minutes you get a piece. Enjoy those.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, man. And then with the with the pandemic and everything else, I mean, oh, my yeah. gosh. Talk about ever, ever changing model. It, you know, it, there's com- really
2: yeah, crazy. we complete we completely reinvented our companies through that, which. uh um, Yeah. I, bet. yeah right. I mean, it was pretty cool. So. Um, especially being that we're kind of all over the state of Ohio, uh, using technology and Skype and Zoom and different uh, platforms to do things that we would, you know, never could do before. So that's been pretty cool.
0: That is cool. I'm just starting to learn how to how it works. Yeah, yeah, it's taken me a while. You and me both. <laughs> that's why we go, uh, Marissa, hit record for us, please. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's right. We have,
1: to, yeah. we have to. do what? What, what are we we got to stand right, on our heads right. to get more viewers.
0: Oh, I got to hit right. record and then stop record? Yeah. Jesus.
2: Yeah. 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 No, right. Just let it keep recording. Right. It's fine.
0: Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so how long have you been doing this?
2: Uh, so I started on June 15th, 1994. Uh, oh, wow. About a, about a week ahead, just to be, to be extremely specific.
0: Uh-huh. Um,
2: I, <laughs> I started about a week after uh, high school graduation. Uh, my oh, brother, wow. My, my brother actually started this company uh, originally, him and his wife. And uh, mm-hmm. I was their first employee. And uh, just kind of worked my way up from I would carry the sheet metal into the basement or out of the basement, whatever needed. I was good Show at taking up, out or- trash, sweeping floors. <laughs> uh, then I worked my way up into a uh, installation position, an installation manager, and then into service, operations, sales. I've I've done everything within within our within the home service industry. I've done it all. Wow! But, um, I was a general manager. I'm still active general manager for our locations. Uh, but I'm really not involved in the day-to-day so much. I have great, I have wonderful managers that uh, take care of a lot of things for me, so that I can work on, uh, working, on our business and and not so much in our business. Right. Which is Understood. which is which is, yeah. which is a great thing to be. So, um, but uh, been doing this a long time. I'm coming up, getting knocking on the door, the door of 30 years. So 30 years. Wow,
0: yeah. So, yeah.
2: Yeah. So I've been around for a while.
0: Nice. Nice. Yep. 30 years. That's like as
1: long <laughs> as I've known you. I know god
0: that's crazy 30 years yeah i've been doing it 16 yeah so it, that's that's enough it, it, yeah,
2: yeah it, it goes it goes fast and like i said i i've been i've i was the guy in the truck i was the guy on the i've been i've done every facet of our industry so i've been pretty lucky in that uh, like that capacity
1: he's so lively <laughs> it's like he's got such so spunk <laughs> Yeah! Right. Hey, hey! Yeah! <laughs> guys at our age, they go like, "Yeah, little
0: shot of espresso or something." I'm still alive. Yeah, yeah.
2: Oh. I, I still got a little fire in my belly. Well, I went. I just, I just went. I just went and did my CrossFit workout for the day. So I'm, I'm still pumped hey, up. I'm still yeah, pumped up it. on that a little bit. Yeah.
0: Look at you. Look at you. you. Yeah, yeah I, I did my CrossFit.
2: I stopped sweating in time for the podcast, so that was good. Oh, good. Yeah, we appreciate
1: that. <laughs> I did my CrossFit today, too. Did, did you? Yeah, I put my foot <laughs> up on a stool, and I tied my shoe.
2: There you go. Two of them. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you breathe
0: properly. Now I need a nap.
2: Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: exactly. Uh, well, I mean, that is always, you know, the the, the thing, too, when you were saying, you know, you, you're working you know, outside of the field, and mm. that is always the, the hardest thing to make that transition. I was just mm. talking to a, yeah, not- a guy that's a, a mason. And uh, I've known him for years and he started his own company a couple of years back and he's probably like in, I think he's in his third year and he's Mm -hmm. like, it's getting really, really hard. And I said, I hear you. I did it for about six or seven years before I finally hired somebody, you know, to handle the phone calls and handle the scheduling and all that stuff. So that, you know, you're not in the field trying to do everything, you know, it's just impossible Uh, especially when you hit a certain level, then you just really, you know, are you making your company more money by being in the field or by actually stepping out of the field and working on sales and, you know, that sort of thing. So, yeah.
2: And I've been lucky enough to work with some other wonderful companies to help those owners make those transitions Mm. uh, because that's, that's one of the biggest bottlenecks in our industry is, is a lot of times it's the owners and, uh, and and it's hard for them to really face that and understand that. And, uh, I've been pretty blessed at, you know, helping a lot of great companies, a lot of great owners just kind of have make that next step. Um, I actually did a podcast yesterday. I'm a I'm a, I'm a reoccurring guest on a different podcast um, that's all about entrepreneurship, and oh, cool. the, the and the topic is really about um, how to how to take that next leap you know, so to your, to your point, like, you know, being in three years and getting to that, you know, I need somebody. Mm, and, yeah. uh, I I, w- I got to, I get to be a recurring guest on that podcast and t- and talk about those things with different entrepreneurs, which is pretty cool. And those are industry, those are people from all kinds of industries. I mean, you name it, they're oh, not just
0: home improvement. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's, it's, it's all different facets. So that's pretty cool. I get, that's I get fair. to learn, a, I get to learn a lot from them actually. So they don't, they don't realize how much I'm absorbing from them, you know, learning things outside of our industry. It's great. We'll,
0: we'll give him a plug, tell tell us the name.
2: Uh it's H for Hustle. Um H for they,
0: Hustle. I like
2: that. Yeah. H for yeah, hustle. Yeah. yeah. It's on it's on all your major streams, your Spotify and Apples and all that stuff. And uh so go check it out. Uh he's got a he's got a wonderful podcast going on there. So
0: nice. Okay. Great. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah we like to highlight some of the 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 big shows that are out there. Sure. Yeah they're yeah. helping people out. So yeah, for sure, especially when it's in the field too. We, we enjoy that. You know, we often talk about the trades and, you know, getting, getting people back into them again and making them look sexy again, you know, right. as opposed to, you know, a cheap way out of not going to college, take the easy way out when it's not anything even remotely like that. Yeah. Uh, exactly. It just drives us crazy, but yeah. uh, I'm, I'm sure, you know, I mean, how, how
2: is it with the, you know, finding help? So one of the biggest things we did a few years ago is I actually, one of my best friends is a recruiter. He's a, that was what he did for a living. Well, I started recruiting him to be my recruiter and uh, I recruited him. (laughs) Yeah. And I recruited him way before I actually could really afford a recruiter or even really needed one, but I could see like where the company was going. So I hired him in and I said, Hey, I need you to do your recruiting for, because it's so hard to find people. Mm. Um, But I also have these other duties that I want you to do for mentoring training. And he's a really good trainer. So he came in under that premise and he's done a wonderful job to where now we're probably one of the only, only people or only home service companies, we have a line of people waiting to come to work for us. And That's crazy. You know, it, it, yeah, and you talk to so many other contractors and they're just struggling for people and we're kind of the other side of the, the coin where we have a, a great bench of full of people wanting to come and to come work for us. So it's it's been really, we've been lucky in that capacity. I think it's because we have, you know, One Hour is such a wonderful company to work for and we have such a great culture that people want to be a part of that. Yeah, and, uh, you know, and and I th- I really I think that's really the the secret is just you know just having a great culture, having a great team, and bringing those people in, and they just want to be a part of it. When they kind of get it, they kind of dip their toe in the water of what we're doing. They want to be a part of it. They get excited, and 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 that's we're we're lucky in that capacity.
1: What nice. the
0: hell are we doing wrong? Up in the East Coast? <laughs> <laughs> please, please, please. We're doing a lot wrong. First of all, we're in Connecticut, all right. <laughs> we're the East Coast. Yeah, it's I just know.
1: like that. That doesn't. This guy's got too much rays of sunshine. We got him on the show. There's no (laughs) gloom and doom out of this guy. I
2: I live on the sunny, sunny side of the uh, street. (laughs) Spit that out. Well, we,
1: we used to. Now we all have skin (laughs) cancer.
2: (laughs) That's fantastic. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my
0: God. (laughs) But you know what, Brian? You used the word that I did not just that I did not agree with, and that was luck. You said you're lucky.
2: You guys yeah. are not lucky.
0: You guys are, are putting in the time and you're putting in the effort and it's showing. So, yeah, I, yeah. I agree. I, I,
2: you know, I always say uh, to your point, um, you create your own luck.
0: Yes. Agreed. You know,
2: and, uh, yep. as, so, but I, I, you know, I'm, we're, we're just, I'm blessed with a good team. We have a great culture. We have just great people. My operations managers are wonderful. I mean, everybody from the call taker, we were, I just got invited to be part of a panel of, from one hour. Cause, uh, they were talking about retention. And mm. we've only and we've only had about a six percent churn rate. We just don't lose people. Nice and yeah, I mean we've lost two people, and and one of them was because he passed away. Oh, geez. Y- you know, but, but a, I mean, that's which, a good which,
0: excuse.
2: Which, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I mean, I let him off the hook for that. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> you know, we just we just really don't lose people, which is you know yeah. we're we're just lucky that way. Uh, well, not right. lucky. We create our right. own luck,
0: but mm-hmm. yeah, um,
2: we yeah. we just have a great culture. And and one hour is such a, like I said, one hour is a wonderful company to work for. It's a wonderful franchise
0: nice so
1: yeah. okay so how do you make that go national you know what i mean this is the first guy that we've had on the show i mean he was talking about employment who's just like people are waiting to get in to mm-hmm. work for him where like we were just talked about before you can't you almost have to get people by gunpoint to come work for you <laughs> yeah
2: you know what i mean i mean the, the t- that's probably a whole different podcast. I'm happy to yeah. do, I'm happy to do it with you, um, nice. but you know, there's definitely some philosophies to that. That you know, I have some very specific core values that are very outside of our industry um, that I bring into our industry that work. And mm-hmm. you know, when I when I was still working with my brother, my brother used to kind of scratch his head and at some of the things that I would do. But you know, the proof was in the pudding. We had people. You know, we, we were doing the right things and we were growing and you know, year over year, we've grown 10, we've grown 10% plus year over year over year. You know, right now this year, I think we're up 17% again this year, you know, I mean, we just, we just keep, we just keep doing the right things and keep moving forward. And it's all the people, you know, it's, you know, we, we have a brand ambassador on staff that her job is really just to go out there into the, into the world and just be our company cheerleader, you know, and, uh, that's really, you know, and we're not a big company. We're, you know, our, our heating and cooling company is about 2.7 million and our plumbing company is about mm-hmm. 1.5, 1.4. So we're not like this huge company. Mm-hmm. We just, right. we just re, we just redirect funds in a very different way. Like, like where some people have a marketing budget for newspaper and and direct mail and all those things. Mm-hmm. I funnel that all into my brand ambassador. And I say, I want you to go out there and Meet people, shake. You know, I always say, you know, go, go, shake the babies and kiss the hands, right? <laughs> right, <You know>?
0: exactly. <laughs> and
2: uh, but go, but go, be that person. And because we do things so differently and so outside the box, it works. It it, mm-hmm. and, it and it draws people to what we're doing, and people want to be a part of it, and uh, it's awesome.
1: Well, but like it, I said, it that's a whole other me, podcast. <laughs> yeah, <but laughs> yeah, it's it sounds to me it's it. There's a lot of recognition on your part. Like the person you hire recognizes everybody who's in the system. Yeah, you know, it's just not just a day to day thing. I mean, it gives them incentive mm-hmm. somehow. Right. You, what What's the age range of usually are the are the people that are employed by? Or uh, let's
2: see, I, I think our youngest guy is probably. I think he just turned twenty one. Yeah, he did sh- just turn twenty one because we were uh, get, we we're trying to take him out. He didn't. He don't he didn't <laughs> want any. He didn't want any part of it. So uh, Twenty one, <laughs> and then I think our. I'm I'm gonna say our oldest employee, uh, probably sixty three.
1: Geez, hmm. that's one more year. When you're older than me, yeah,
0: one, one yeah. more year for you.
2: Yeah. Yeah. somewhere right in that neighborhood. But one yeah. of the things, one of the things that we did in the hiring process is, I stopped making the decision on who we hired. Um, my recruiter would find the people. He'd do all the pre-screening. So by the time they would come to me and my managers, they were already pre-screened. We knew they were quality people. I would sit down with them, and my the only thing that I would do during the interview process is see if it was an easy conversation, like this is. Mm -hmm. And and as long as it was an easy conversation, you know, then you kind of got to go on to the next step. And I always said, if I can see myself going to a baseball game with you, having a couple beers and having a good time, then you get to go to the next, the final phase of the interview process. Mm -hmm. And the final phase of the interview process is is we bring that person in and we allow them to meet the team either through, they can come into a team meeting. They could do a ride along for the day. And my team hires the person. We don't, we just bring them the quality people because we say, you have to work with this person every single day. Not me. Right. So if exactly. you don't like, th- and if you don't like this person, yeah. you're going to, you're just going to be disgruntled and you're, you're one of you is going to quit. Right. Exactly. So, yep. you know, we, so we tell the candidate and our team, we say, you guys got to make sure that you guys can play nice together and like each other. Comes down to that. And we've had some great candidates that I brought through the door that I thought were great. And my team goes, Mm-mm, no way.
0: <laughs> and uh,
2: you know, and uh-huh. but, but since we started doing that, that was a game changer. Our our culture because now our employees really have buy into what
1: what would they have a say?
0: Yep, which is great. That's fantastic. Yeah. I had a
1: I had a job interview. Oh my god, a hundred years ago, up in Worcester, Worcester, for Stop. this guy for uh, putting in replacement windows. But it was like he wanted me to be a salesman. Mm-hmm. It didn't really go well because <laughs> he told me my look I looked like Satan because I oh, had geez. a goatee, I had a goatee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta shave that off. because you 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 look you look like Satan. Yeah, you got right. that Satan yeah. look. I'm like, really, yeah. really. I was yeah. an altar boy. Does that make any difference? <laughs> yeah. I couldn't yeah. believe you guys said that to me. Wow.
2: Hey, yeah. I, I I there yeah. there was a time for that. You know, there was no facial hair, no visible tattoos, no this, no that. I mean, it was. I remember. I I remember because when I was kind of doing sales, that was a thing, and I always said, you know, I. gotta be me at the end of the day you know Mm -hmm. and uh there was a we had some push pull on that topic to where now we're we're pretty you know hey come as you are just make sure you take a bath
0: (laughs) you know (laughs) (laughs) something please really yeah yeah wow (laughs) that's something well actually i have a i have a dress code policy on our company so you know there are certain things that i'll I'll, i'm okay with and certain things i'm i'm just not you know and it's it's unfortunate you know it's right i mean because It's not you that's judging them. It's your customers that are judging them. Mm -hmm. And is judgment wrong? Absolutely judgment's wrong. But, you know, once, you know, we would have, you know, some guys that would come in, you know, with full sleeves, you Mm -hmm. know, tattoos on both sides. And and I'm okay with that. But Mm -hmm. when you first meet my customer, can you at least put on a long sleeve shirt? And they're going to fall in love with you like they did, you know, every single time. They always fell in love with this guy. And, you know, then when the tattoos came out, they were a little bit, they weren't freaked out as much by it, you know, yep. and it's, it's unfortunate, but that's, you know, that is part the of is. the perception, you know, and we're, the, just and, we're the,
2: and we're the same way we, you know, everybody comes in with a nice shirt and, you know, you, you look the part when you, when you right. show up and then exactly. once you get in and, and you're, you're comfortable, then, Hey, you know, let's, let's, you know, make yourself comfortable so you can do the job and you're not trying to be bundled up and cover yourself. <laughs> exactly. <So>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But. Well, it's funny that you've been in this business all all since the very beginning. I mean, you kind of strike me as a guy that um, I would say I'm not, you know, the exact same as you but I come from a corporate background hospitality mm-hmm. food and beverage, that sort of a thing and there's different ways you know that we looked at business than the, the people that are currently in my in my field you know right. they have a very different approach to to business and you know business 101 like I call it is you know actually showing up for your estimates and calling people back and you know, it's just it's a little things I mean it's not that difficult it is. but in this industry it's, it could be very difficult for owners to get out of their own way um, Correct. so it's interesting that you've gotten all of your experience through this type of industry but you didn't have any period of time when you went outside of it
2: no not um not since high school when i was in high school when i was in high school i worked for my dad my dad did flooring uh commercial and residential flooring Mm -hmm. and i started working with him when i was about eight or nine years old Uh, my mom had some health issues when i was young and my daycare was get off the bus and go to work Mm -hmm. and so I, I grew up around guys that were in the trades running crews. And by the time I was about 13 years old, my dad would take me on these jobs that were like commercial. So you show up at five o'clock after everybody leaves. And yep. my job was, I ran a crew of people that we would move all the furniture out so that they could come in and do the carpet. And then eventually I graduated to spreading glue. And by the time <laughs> I was like 16, 18 years old, I was running jobs. Wow. And, uh, and I just. I remember i remember vividly my dad was like hey you know if you really want to do this let's talk about it what it looks like and i remember sitting there and looking at a couple of his workers and they all had that carpet that carpet layers walk you know with their knees are <laughs> kind of bowed yeah, out yeah and yeah and the, and, the, and the dude's like 30 and i'm like yeah, yeah i don't want any part of this I'm <laughs> nah, gonna, nah. and my and, and that's around the time my brother was starting up this other company and i'm like i'm gonna go try that <laughs> so and then i just never <laughs> left um, nice. the only other thing the only other thing I did was uh, I did telephone telemarketing sales for a little oh, while. Um, was just I yeah it was it was awful. Um, yeah. but I, I did it for a minute and I, I sold the uh, uh, grass treatment. <laughs> there
0: you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I tried advertising sales cold call. Oh, that yeah. was awful. Yeah. Awful. Awful. Yeah. yeah. I got, I, mean, I, got I was, a question.
1: I was, yeah. Go ahead. I got a question. Yep. Um, so in the process of employment is it is a double-edged sword? You have a guy you come across really good in the trade, fantastic in the trade, can do it blindfolded, has been doing it for years. Grumpy is the son of a bitch. <laughs> not,
2: not not working for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right.
1: That's yeah. it. Because, Excellent
2: answer.
1: Because, you know, where do you, you know, do you throw the baby out with the bathwater? And you are, because you because even though you've got someone with experience and very, very talented, if he's not the people person. You you can't hire them. Yeah. So
2: much of our industry is fixing the client before you ever fix the equipment,
1: you Mm -hmm. know,
2: and you have to be able to come in there and be personal because, you know, they're they're calling us because they have an issue, right? They're not happy. So they woke up in the morning, they got no AC, they're hot Mm -hmm. and sweaty. They know it's going to cost them money. They're inconvenienced. They already hate you. <laughs> you it's know it's your fault yeah so <laughs> yeah. so we tr- so we hire for personality from the call takers to the technicians to everybody in our company you i've had some to your point i've had some wonderful people that have all the skills but they can't talk themselves out of a paper bag and mm-hmm. or they they don't want to talk they don't yeah, want to talk they they just mm. want to go in and fix it you know and and, and yeah. unfortunately you know we only give our technicians about 3 calls a day where, where the industry average is about 9 and wow. we and i yeah. only give them 3 And uh, Mm -hmm. that's, that's always a hard pill for my technicians to swallow because they come in and they're like, well, how am I going to make a living off of three calls? And then I bring them in and I I explain to them, like our whole philosophy is to go in and spend time, fix the client before you ever fix the equipment. If that customer wants to make you coffee and cookies, guess what you're going to do? Sit down, (laughs) have some coffee and cookies, because once they like and trust you, what are they going to do from you? They're gonna take
1: your recommendations. Yeah. Right. Yep. So I, I have to say, I have to say that, that, you know, being a point because me being an independent contractor and then when he starts out and he's doing this thing and I'm doing my thing or whatever mm-hmm. guy that goes in, that's a that's a very valid point because as soon as that doorbell rings or we knock on the door and we're meeting with the we're meeting with the customer for the first time, there's a lot going on there. There's a lot of, of exchange without any words even being spoken. Each yes. one is sizing each other up. How's this person going to be reacting towards me? How And they exactly right. You, you have to make them feel comfortable and assured that you know what you're doing. And at the same time, you're respectful to their property. Well, Colin and I talked about this years ago when we were just – we always made sure that we had a drop cloth and a dustpan and a broom. Mm-hmm. And if you right. showed that, as soon as you walked in the door you threw that over the threshold, boom, right then and there, these people are going to take care of my house even if I'm not home. Mm-hmm. 100% you know what i mean things yeah. just little things like that little things like that yeah i teach a,
2: i teach a whole class on that where you 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 only have 16 seconds from the time you hit the, the time you park your truck you have 16 seconds to make that impression impression because they're watching you They're watching you from the windows. Mm -hmm. So if you, if you delay exit out of the vehicle or you get out and you put your cigarette out on their, on their front (laughs) doorstep, I mean, in all these, I've seen all these things. You, you have put yourself in a hole already. And Mm -hmm. then if, if you can pass the first 16 seconds and they feel comfortable with you knocking on the door, you only have two minutes basically in order to win them over. And that's Mm -hmm. it. And, and it's you, that, that first two minutes and 16 seconds of the call is the most important time during the call. And then, if you're lucky enough for them to invite you in and say, "Hey, would you like some cookies?" Always take the cookies because people—you know how many people take pride in their bakery?
1: Mm-hmm. Never I mean, knew that's that. A,
2: that's a—that's a thing. And if you say, "Ah, you know, no, I'm good, I'm good," you know, you've—you've you've almost you've ins- almost insulted some people because, what, mm-hmm. my cookies aren't good enough for you. I've been working yeah. on these all day, right? <laughs> that, that is so funny you said yeah. that. I
1: offered the guys that they worked on my roof today. Yeah. You want to talk about a hard bunch of guys? All right. Yeah. We we. we we got stories. Anyway, I said to the guys, hey, anybody want coffee? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And then there's yeah. two guys. I would love a cup of coffee. All right, great. How do you take it? And then I, you know, I made two cups of coffee for the four out of the five guys, you know? Right. right. Who really enjoyed the cup of coffee. And the other guys were like, you should have got my coffee. You really should have had my coffee. You yeah, would feel exactly. so much better if you had my coffee. Yeah. That's a really yeah. good point. Yeah. 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 That's a really good twist. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I teach a whole, it's a, it's a whole eight hour class that I teach on just the art of parking your vehicle, getting into the front door and just, it, it has nothing to do with turning a wrench. It's all the customer right. service. It's side. And everybody, right. every, every everybody, yeah. Everybody in my company goes to, they have to spend eight hours with me. Every, every single person. <laughs> Terrible.
0: <laughs> Terrible. Yeah. Sounds horrible.
2: Uh, right. Yeah. Because, because, because <laughs> it's, so, because it's so important to me and how we present ourselves and, and uh, you know, what we do, those first impressions are so important.
0: Yeah. No, so mm-hmm. agreed. All right. So. Now we're going to talk about HVAC. All
1: right. Why? Yeah. Why?
0: Why? That's, that's why we <laughs> have him so here. Much. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> and, <laughs> invite I me. Wish... Invite me back. Invite oh, me you, back for another. you're coming back. One. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, if you answer your phone, you're coming back. But <laughs> I, I will yeah. answer
2: my phone. I promise. <laughs> okay. Good. Yeah, we
0: appreciate that. Uh, I wish I could take credit for this line, but I, I find it awesome because of who we are. But it's time to go behind the filter. It's terrible. Just keep going. <laughs> I didn't come up with that. It wasn't me. <laughs> good. You should have left it where it was. <laughs> so, so Brian, um, you, ha- you have some uh, advice for uh, homeowners and you know, what yeah. they should be asking their technicians and what they should be doing for maintenance and stuff? Mm.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I mean, one of the biggest things that, as a homeowner that you should be asking them is – you know, the, the technician should be bringing you along for the call for the education portion of it. If the technician doesn't, I would I would highly recommend you you, you go along for the journey. You'll learn something, right? Mm-hmm. But some of the things you should be asking are, you know, how does my ductwork look? Is it clean? You know, that's a, that's a big thing. Uh, dirt and debris is so detrimental to an HVAC, HVAC system. It's the number one killer by far. Mm-hmm. Um, you, so you should be asking, what does the what does the ductwork look like? What does my blower wheel look like? What does my evaporator coil look like? These are the things that you should be asking as a homeowner of your technician, because your technician, a quality technician will, they basically have a a camera that they'll run up into these areas and they can see them and they should be showing you those things. And you should be, and as a homeowner, you should be requiring, and you should be requiring to see those things. That's what you're paying for. Mm -hmm. It's really important. Like I said, dirt and debris is so detrimental to a system. We have a thing, or a thing I always say it's, you know, what? what is dirt and debris made of in, in a home? Do you guys know?
1: Dander for one, right? Dander, yeah, dust, hair. Yeah, yeah, Yeah.
2: right. Uh, and so it's it's hair, dead skin cells and all that stuff, yeah, right? Yeah,
0: fingernails and all that other stuff, yeah.
2: Yeah. So it's yeah. not a matter of what you're breathing, it's who. <laughs> let, let that sink in for a second. And now think of this. Now, <laughs> I, would I let prefer the... not to. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. So, yeah. Not, so, so now think yeah. of this.
2: So you just bought a brand new house, right? Uh-huh. Uh And now you're, you have this dust. So now you're not even breathing your own family.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, hey, Brad, it was great having you. Took a right turn. Oh my God. Okay. But but those are
2: some of the most important things as a, as a a homeowner that you really should be asking and requiring of your technician in your home.
0: Yeah. Now, is there um, a reason why you may have more dirt and debris in your ductwork than, than somebody else would? I mean
2: or it's it's, pretty
0: standard conditions no
2: it's the the environment changes for sure i mean if you have a lot of kids and your house is very active uh kids Mm -hmm. dogs pets you know all those kinds of things they all create dirt and dust and you know if you have a home that's not very active and it's just maybe one or two people in there uh you don't you don't see the dirt and debris but if if i walk into a house and i and i see a mudroom that's generally where they bring you through and you see a bunch of kids shoes (laughs) yeah and then you see the food bowl for the pet in the kitchen right <laughs> yep. you 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 already know you better be mm-hmm. checking the ductwork you better check the blower wheel you better check all the all the areas for cleanliness because it's so important you know just having your furnace tuned up every year is you know it's it's unbelievably important and it's amazing how many people forget about it you know and mm-hmm. or they don't remember to change the filters but these are the things as a homeowner you should definitely be asking of your technician of Hey, let me see what this looks like. Let me see what that looks like. Because unfortunately, there's a lot of technicians in our industry. You know, they don't work at one hour, but they will definitely, they'll skimp on some areas and like, I didn't want to get my camera out and check those areas. And it looks probably good. It's probably fine. Mm -hmm. They had their ductwork cleaned five years ago. It's probably still okay. Mm -hmm. As a homeowner, you that's what this is what you're paying for. You should have that technician checking those things and educating you and showing you. It's all a big show and tell.
0: Hmm. Right. Okay. Now, is there a, um, and I guess this could be conditional as well. Is there a frequency that you you recommend changing filters?
2: So it depends on the filter, obviously. And it also depends on the environment.
0: Okay. And this
2: is a, this is a, this is a huge topic. So every system is different. And, you know, I, I, I always equate it to like your, your system is is running a marathon every, every single time it turns on. Right. So Mm -hmm. think of it like it's, you know, it's running, it's trying to breathe. Now, suddenly I think I, I I tell that system or I tell that person that's running the marathon that you need to breeze through a straw,
0: Mm -hmm. the whole marathon.
2: That's what you need to do. And that's what a lot of people do when they put these high allergy filters in. they get at their local big box stores, right? Because Mm -hmm. it says on there filters out all these allergies, does all these great things, right? Mm -hmm. The problem is, is their system was never designed for it. So they're actually doing more harm than good to the system while they may be filtering the air, they're making that furnace run a marathon. Breathing through a cocktail straw, mm-hmm. hmm. and they will stress yeah. yeah, they'll absolutely destroy the system in record time, and then they'll wonder why. You know, why am I having all these problems? I do the filter all the time, mm-hmm. so it comes down to the filter, or down, or down to, or down to the, the system and what filter they're using. Right. One of the things that you, if you're ever thinking of upgrading your your filtration system is to have your technician do a static pressure test on the system, and what that does is it tells you how how well can your system really breathe. What is the ductwork condition? And then you can make some decisions based off of that number of what kind of filter you can put in there. Mm -hmm. Because if you just throw an allergy filter in there because you bought it at the local store, I promise you nine times out of 10, you're really, you're really damaging your system.
0: Mm. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Remember that lady we had on our show that wanted us to change the filter like every week. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, yeah, shut the windows. (laughs) Get the filters (laughs) on. I'm yeah. Like is it Armageddon or something? Jeez, really? we're supposed to get some yeah. fresh air to breathe yeah. through.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's some systems out there that I've worked on personally that I tell the people, I'm like, I would love to sell you a, a really nice upgraded filter, but the reality of it is is you're better off with one of those cheap 99 cent ones, the blue ones that mm-hmm. everybody sees, and just change it every 30 days. You're better, okay. you're you're better off with that. And yeah. um, you know, there there's other different there's electronic air cleaners, which are great because they allow the system to breathe, but also pick up all the fine particles. So if somebody has a system that's a little marginal on the static pressure, I'll recommend something along those lines because it'll pick up all those small microns while still allowing the system to breathe. But mm-hmm. they, people sometimes get a little bit of sticker shock. But they work so well. I mean, I have yeah. one in my own home. They work. They work amazing. Yeah. Um, but you know, it it just really comes down to the system and 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 the environment.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. So, question for you. Yes. Where's the weirdest place you had to? service one of those units where they were where they where they put them
2: (laughs) man there's been a couple i I had i had one that was um actually in a a part of a tunnel that was originally part of the underground railroad wow that was probably what that was that was up there on the list yeah. It was uh, you know it was they they had put a unit back in there for this addition on the house and it it turned out that this tunnel that came out and then went out and came out up in the front yard was actually wow. and it was in a historical home was actually part of the yeah. original uh, underground railroad. That was a that was a pretty unique one.
0: That is pretty unique. Um,
2: Yep, I've oh, yeah, I've been in some been in some yeah. crazy attics. Um, I've, been, <laughs> I've 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 uh, chased off raccoons and snakes oh. um under trailers. Um, oh. yeah, yes, yeah. so, I mean there's been some there's been some wild ones to yeah. say, the least.
1: The great, say the least. great crawl spaces, I'm sure yeah, yeah that some of the <laughs> yeah. yeah so that
2: some of these crawl spaces i used to uh, i would take my razor knife with me when i went in there because i didn't know what i was going to be attacked by and it was the only yeah. weapon that i kind of had <laughs> start waving Jeez. the knife around
0: <laughs> wow. wow
2: yeah
0: yeah
2: uh, yeah, yeah no no it's uh, it, it's it's always every morning when you wake up in this industry you just never know what you're about to get into
0: <laughs> yeah wow
2: yeah which is kind That's of why crazy. I liked it, but, but yeah, yeah. It's, uh, but uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting to say the least.
0: Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Wow. Yeah. wow. Well, Hey, listen, it was great having you on the show. Yeah, it really was.
2: Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm uh, it was a pleasure being on here. I, uh, if you ever want to chit chat about some other topics, I'm all, all ears or all mouth, At- I guess. I
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> we
0: appreciate that. So uh, how do people find you?
2: Um, so you can find me on Instagram. I'm uh, Brian wick and then the number 11. That's a good place to find me. Facebook. I'm also on there. Um, my profile picture is generally a guy riding a BMX bike. Cause I do race uh, competitive BMX. All right. Um, but I'm, but I'm always happy to, you know, anybody can find me All my pages are public. Uh, find me on there. If you need to talk to me, shoot me a, a private message. And I'm always happy to, uh, you know, I'll respond pretty timely.
1: Nice. How old are you?
2: <laughs> I am 46.
0: Right. Jesus. Yeah, it's got damn ray of sunshine. <laughs> wait till he turns 50. It all goes downhill when he turns 50. Don't yeah. Worry oh, yeah, that's yeah. exactly true.
2: <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, yeah. wait till he hits 60. And, and like... When you caught me in the tail end of the day where I'm kind of like I'm winding down a little bit. I don't work out. So I probably got a little bit of pre-workout still <laughs> yeah, pumping through it. my system. Yeah. But, uh, See, that, but that's yeah. my
0: problem. I work out in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what happens. And it's all gone by now. Yeah, I work out around, eight hours a day.
2: Yeah. Usually around 10 o'clock uh, in the morning, it's like, I'm shot out of a cannon. And, and, and that's when I get. I'm probably the most productive, but people don't want to be around me because I'm oh, 800 miles an hour. Wow. Oh, I yeah. can see that. Yeah. 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 Oh, I can yeah. see
1: that. Your
2: brother's yeah. like, here here comes again. No.
1: Oh, here he yeah. comes <laughs> I'm
2: a, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit driven and I uh, just don't stop.
0: <laughs> gotcha. Well, you know what? It, it shows. So good for no, you. That's well, I appreciate it, brother. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. everybody check out uh, Brian. Check out that other podcast too, H is for Hustle. And uh, that sounds pretty cool. All right, Jimmy. Nice meeting you, buddy.
2: Nice to meet you guys too. All right, thank you. Right. Really right. appreciate See it. Ya. Take care.
0: Bye. See ya. Take care.
2: Bye. Bye.